Hey guys, this is Squid. I just wanted to let you know that Yidam Fwigs is now on Patreon. With your paid Patreon account, you can listen to episodes a week in advance and get exclusive access to bonus content. Visit our Patreon at www.patreon.com forward slash Yidam podcast. That's www.patreon.com forward slash Y-D-M-F-W-G-S-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. Or click the link in the description. Anyway, on with the show. This is the You Don't Make Friends with Giant Squids podcast. Thank you for listening. I'm Jackson. And I'm Squid. And this is episode number 42. 42? Yeah. Or 24. It's 42. It's 24. It's 42. We're not that old. You're you're that old. I'm not that old. You're that old. Shit. Your face. Truth hurts. It's not the truth. The truth. It's not the truth. It's your truth. Live no. your truth, Jack. You live your own truth. You live your mom's truth. No. Let's start with what's been in the theaters lately. Well, um, Jackson and I recently went to go see Thor Ragnarok. Yes. Like everyone else in the world. Well, Dad, it's a new Marvel movie. Of course yeah. we have to see it. Yes. Um, and uh, we're basically... So there's going to be spoilers up ahead, because obviously we're going to talk about it. If you plan on seeing Thor Ragnarok... Or first, if, you, if you haven't seen it, shame on you. Well, first off, I would highly recommend that you go see it. I mean, even if you don't see it in theaters, um, say, watching it on DVD, just watching it at one point. Because it's definitely one of the best, or one of the better Marvel films that have come out since... Uh, it's it's my favorite, honestly. Yeah, it's, it's definitely It's legitimately my favorite of all the Marvel movies. But this is also coming from someone whose favorite was before this the first Thor. And that is widely known as not one of the best. Yeah, not one of the best ones, but it's my favorite because I like I like the humor that Thor brings. But Natalie Th- Portman though. But Natalie Portman. But Natalie Portman though. Yeah, I can't. She ruins can't, that I movie can't for stand me. Her. Um, but no Natalie Portman in this one. No. It's the perfect movie. <laughs> Yeah, it doesn't take itself too seriously. Um, no, it just makes fun of everything that everybody has come to. All the tropes that have ha- come with not just superhero movies, but Marvel movies. Yeah. It doesn't, It do, it's very self-aware. And Yeah, and I think it's a good standalone. I mean, you don't really need to have seen every other Marvel movie that's come out over the last 10 years to... Go walk in and see this. I would say you need to see at least Thor, though. Yeah, Thor and maybe an Avengers film, because um, it's mainly Thor and uh, Mark Ruffalo. Yeah, I would say that all, the only two you probably need to see is Thor, the first one, mm-hmm. and then also see the first Avengers. And if that's all you want to see, then I think that you're set up enough to understand most of it. Yeah, I mean, maybe the second Avengers, too, because they mention Age of Ultron quite a bit. Do they? Yeah, because the whole thing with uh, Natasha. That was all Age of Ultron. Mm. And fighting robots and stuff. Uh, like I, I mean, guess. Yeah, and you won't really understand that they were having a relationship either. Yeah, you but you don't need that. to have seen, like, the fringe ones. Or the ones that just kind of got their own movie, like Spider-Man, you don't need to see. You didn't need to see Civil War, because Thor wasn't in Civil War. Yeah. Um, 
Don't you see any of the Captain Americas? No. Not really. But Captain, Captain America is the first one. It would be one. good if you saw Guardians of the Galaxy. Just to get the universe world. The universe world. <laughs> the rest of the universe. The, the Marvel the universe. Scope. Yeah. The... the because obviously in Guardians of the Galaxy you get a, you, you have a firmer grasp of the fact that it's a galactic world. <laughs> galactic. Yeah. Well, also you kind of need to see Doctor Strange too. Well, Doctor Strange is in it a little. But yeah, but you don't I necessarily lo- need to see Doctor Strange but, to get what he's about. But to love that scene, yeah. I mean, I mean, come on now. Well, you also honestly, if you want to enjoy that scene fully, you also need to kind of watch Sherlock. <laughs> Well, you don't really need to watch Sherlock. I mean, they, there's a there's a cute Sherlock reference to it because obviously Benedict Cumberbatch, 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 weirdo. What is it? Cumberbatch. Uh, Cumberbatch, like a like, like a Cumberbun. Yeah. You're you've got Jack Whitehall in the ring, yeah, though. I really do. And his dad. That's not a Cumberbun. Well, Benedict Cumberbatch. <laughs> Cumberbatch. Cumberbatch. I can't remember. Whatever. He's got a weird fucking name. He plays Sherlock. Um. And, you know, the BBC Sherlock, and it's one of the best uh, Sherlock Holmes adaptations that I've ever seen. But he's also Doctor Strange. And um, in the movie, there's a little hint to the whole Sherlock aspect. And Doctor Strange is basically an American version of Sherlock. If Sherlock wasn't Sherlock and instead became a surgeon. Yeah, yes, because he's very analytical and um, Benedict Cumberbatch. Cumberbatch. Batch. Batch, 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 batch. Not Bach. Not yeah, I'm a cumber bitch. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Cumberbatch. Love him. Mm-hmm. But, okay, back to Thor. But you were mentioning Doctor Strange as being one of the ones that you should see. But yes. Doctor Strange is one of the better Marvel films. I so love that movie. Yeah. I, I don't know why it didn't get as much acclaim as it did. I feel I feel like it kind of got passed over. It just kind of passed everyone by. No, I, I... Okay, with me, I think that Doctor Strange got really good reviews... But no but one wants to go see it because everybody's tired. Yeah, everybody's tired of superhero films. I understand that, too. I'm exhausted, and yet I go I, see them every well, it's time. it's because I force you to go see them. If I wasn't there dragging you to them, you probably wouldn't have seen anything since the first Avengers. Probably not. Yeah. But because I force you to go watch these movies And with me. my favorite. I will always go see a Viking, though. Oh, yeah. Like, if Thor's the main part, sometimes if he's... Uh, I'm not really... I'm not excited for Infinity Wars, but... Oh, Infinity Wars is going to be so hard to juggle. All of those cameos. There's there's no way that some of those aren't just going to be a gratuitous like wave. I feel like the ones that I want to see in theater are pretty much just the Thor ones. Well, I think the main guys are going to get plenty of screen time. I know Iron Man will because he's not doing any more standalone movies by himself. Yeah, I know. Well, he says that now. Yeah. Watch um, Money Runs Dry. And Infinity Wars is double parter, so it's like four hours. So they have enough room to give everybody like their significant section or whatever but something that's dynamic and character driven and drives the plot and, forward and drives the plot forward isn't just it's, fan it, service it's harder to do than you know just to ask for but that's what we're asking <laughs> yeah but okay first okay well, no, this is okay four. so far we've gone on Without any spoilers. From this point on, we're yes. going to do some spoilers. Super spoiler. I'm talking about it because I've been trying to hold in all my opinions yeah, and everything that I love because we didn't it. want. We just saw it today. Mm-hmm. And um, hopefully by the time you're listening to this, it's going to be 
Like, everyone will know. Everyone will know how great this movie is. Yeah. I mean, they already knew, like, honestly. The, it well, it's ba- certified you, you fresh saw, on Rotten Tomatoes. You so. saw the trailer. The trailer gave you what it said. Yeah. It was definitely. It was a very truthful trailer. Mm-hmm. This is exactly what you were hoping for. Yeah, like, if you saw that trailer and said that movie looks like fun, that looks like it's for me, like that that looks, that music sounds awesome, the visuals <laughs> are amazing. What, Kate Blanchett? What? what? It's it's all that. Yeah, and more because Jeff Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum, though. Because because Jeff, Jeff Goldblum. Yeah. Jeff oh Goldblum. my God. Um, oh, all of the celebrity cameos too. Matt Damon. Oh my God. That oh, was so, so funny. Funny. Okay. So, um, movie starts up, Thor's kind of like... Wait, no. Before we start... What? One to ten. What did you rate it? Okay, wait. Is this like a normal movie scale, or is this a Marvel movie scale? Why would you say normal versus Marvel? Uh, Is this because they're different? Because I think that some Marvel movies can get away with being bad because they're Marvel movies. I say on a normal movie scale because I do not acknowledge Marvel being different than any other film. Okay, I'd say for a standard movie, I'd give it like a seven. Or really? Eight. Yeah, but for a Marvel movie, it's definitely nine, ten range. Huh. Because it's one of my favorite Marvel films, but um, I think my favorite's the first Guardians. That's why I was so pissed off that the second one just fell flat. Yeah. Or at least for me, it did. I mean, it was still good. It just wasn't... As what good. I, yeah. It wasn't dark chocolate. It was milk chocolate. I'm like, yeah. It's kind of... You know. Like, it's chocolate, but... It's chocolate, but it's not what I, I wanted. Want. Yeah. Uh, which is why I kind of give them different scales of things. Because even then, if I had to rate Guardians of the Galaxy on my normal movie scale, it would get, like, maybe a 9 or an 8.7, maybe. Like, it's right there in that Really? Range. Uh-huh. So, for you... Being that it's a Marvel movie, it, it somehow gains points just by being a Marvel movie. Well, because it's 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 a Marvel movie. You know, it's a superhero film. It's fun. It's not supposed to be something that makes me rethink my life choices. Like, it's not supposed to break my mind every time I go in to see it. So, you judge every other movie on whether or not it breaks your mind. Yeah. Huh. It's weird. Well, I mean, I don't... I, I would think that I, then you'd have to end up making that kind of allowance for every genre. Well, yeah, I do. But there's certain comedies like um, Girl's Trip. That broke my mind. Like, that movie was so good. <laughs> like, I couldn't even believe it. I was like, what the hell? And that one gets, like, a pretty good rating. Like, I give that one an 8.9. Yeah. Like, that's a great movie. But it's like comedies can still break my mind. It doesn't have to be like some weird kind of sci-fi thriller thing. Like as long as it, it's like forgetting Sarah Marshall. Boom! I immediately knew that was a movie I was going to watch forever. And with Marvel movies, like sometimes I'll think that, but not necessarily. I don't. I don't know what I'm saying. Yeah, I don't get it. Yeah, I. It's just I think Marvel gets a different scale just because it's it's. I'm not yeah. asking for that when I go in to go see them. Hmm. Okay, I just won't. Under- I just don't understand. But um, anyways, um, so we'll go into the movie synopsis now and um, just yeah, kind of talk about it. So it opens with Thor being like fake prisoner because he's like grabbed in chains, or he's in a 
he's he's basically been taken prisoner by this lava dude. And it starts immediately. Well, there's... he's the dude that's supposed to cause Ragnarok. He even boasts to Thor. Yeah, but Thor's not really listening. No, he's steady spinning. That was so funny. Yeah. Where he's spinning, and then he acknowledges that he's spinning, and he's not facing him. <laughs> yeah, because he's spinning around, so as they're talking, Thor will spin yeah, out I'm of sight. He goes, I can't, like, I'm not doing this on purpose. This is just happening. But it was... It's kind of like it opens funny and it just stays funny. The movie does not take that kind of humor yeah. the whole time. It, it's it's amazing. What was your favorite part of the movie then? My favorite. Yeah. What was your favorite part of it? Probably. I actually I can't even pick a favorite a favorite part. Maybe at the end when. Thor, I have I have favorite moments. I don't really have a favorite part. Okay, well then just sing one. Um, the fight between him and Kate Blanchett at the end. Oh, at the at very the end, end? yeah. She like end. snatches his eye out. Yeah, I love that part. And when he when he's talking to Odin in the Beyond, and he's saying that you were smart, you were strong enough, that you don't need your hammer. Like like like, what are you the god of anyway? I kept saying that out outside the theater that that line was just delivered so well from from her and and it was such a like perfect show us what you're fucking made of and then him delivering and that that he, he was like i hit her with the biggest bolt of lightning i've yeah, ever I been look. bolted <laughs> and she still got up yeah it was because um I, she was goading him so she's like i am the goddess of death i know i mean i loved it i what loved were it. you it the god of me. anyway yeah and yeah. then the fact that he was like Boom! Just lightning and, and, and it's thunder. Just, oh, it was just so good, and it gave me goosebumps every time that Thor like thundered out, like yeah. God of Thundered, even with him and and Hulk in, in the their arena. Scene. Yeah. Plus every scene with Hulk and 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 Thor together the, was they have such great chemistry. They, yeah, he's such great chemistry. The big CGI dude. <laughs> That's good. Hulk like raging fire. And that whole scene is even better than it is in the in the trailers. Like it's so, it's so funny, and you feel so bad for Hulk. And oh Aww. my god, it it made me. This movie made me cry several times. Well, yeah, because um, in the last movie, uh, Avengers: Infinity Wars is, or sorry, damn it, in um, the Avengers: Age of Ultron. Age of Ultron. Thank you. Um, the last that we saw of Bruce Banner, yeah, he was flying away. In yeah, the, in the, he was what, flying away as yeah, as the Hulk because Scarlett Johansson's character had decided to stay back and fight and pushed Bruce, him into like a giant hole, which forced uh, the other guy which, to come the, out. Yeah, which forced the Hulk to come out because he said he wasn't going to do that anymore. But she was saying that we need you in order to defeat Ultron. Ultron. Yeah, and they're therefore, you know, putting hit everyone else above him mm-hmm. and that really hurt you could tell it hurt especially feelings, yeah. when you, we know hulk turns her off like she's asking him to come back and like we can't find you you're in stealth mode like i remember thinking that was that was so awful so sad because their relationship was so cute yeah yeah they yeah. were really cute together but so um apparently hulk has been in hulk mode like for the last for two the years. last two years, because when we finally get him to unhulk out, which is because of the the video inside the Quinjet when they finally yeah when get Thor's to trying it. Thor's trying to escape um, Jeff Goldblum's like scrap heap gladiator island, yeah. and he is 
amazing in this. He is so funny as like the grandmaster <laughs> of this whole planet. And it's just it's just people who are wrongfully wait, no, they're they're prisoners with jobs. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't like no, the slave Yeah, doesn't like to like, call them slaves. Yeah. No, the the prisoners with jobs then. I loved his assistant too. She was crazy. Psycho. She really didn't like the Valkyrie either. She's like, why are you giving me the melting stick? <laughs> we don't melt people for the melting st- me. <laughs> even even Thor's reaction to that guy getting melted next to him, he was like, Oh <laughs> That was so funny. Yeah. I straight up scream. Yeah. Like, what's that smell? <laughs> And she goes, toast. <laughs> and that was so funny. This humor was exactly my kind of humor, honestly. Yeah. Uh, it's right in my wheelhouse. It's not punny. It was just, everything it was, was ridiculous. No, everything was just exaggerated. Was and I loved funny. it. It was it was so good. <laughs> not slaves. <laughs> I don't like that word. I don't like the S word. <laughs> like, prisoners with jobs. <laughs> It's <laughs> so funny. Uh. It's gonna make me cry. Oh shit. Um, but yeah, he's he's escaping because Thor's been. Oh yeah, Thor had. What this movie also does really well is what you were set, talking about earlier in the car with Kevin Smith mm-hmm. and and uh, Chris Hemsworth speaking up and completely turning Thor on its head. Yeah. Getting rid of the two main things that we know Thor for. His hair and his hammer. Yeah. And Kate Blanchett's character, the goddess of death, Helen, which is, surprise, their sister. Older sister. So mm-hmm. First one. It, it is her throne. Yeah. And her Odin used her as his main weapon to, co- to conquer all the nine, well, the nine realms that he wanted, mm-hmm. I guess. And then locked her away because she wanted to continue conquering. Yeah. Um, which, fucked up. Real fucked up. Yeah, I mean, when you think about it like that. But, I mean, how would you feel if if you had to use somebody to conquer the world? And then when you wanted just peace and quiet, they were like, no, fuck that. I want to kill more people. Well... Like, she kind of went crazy. No, She's she, the goddess of death. Yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. She is, and she's amazing at it. Her yeah. her costume was ridiculous. Whoa. <laughs> she goes to the basement. She really? was already there, but she was there for, like, Galadriel. Like, like her, her costume, don't get me wrong, is ridiculous. Like, I think it's, it's amazing, but I don't think it's, like, basement level. No, I mean, Kate Blanchett was already there. Like what I was didn't she there as was it like Galad- Galadriel from Lord of the Rings? Uh huh. Really? Gosh, gorgeous. But yeah, she's she's beautiful in it. But and I, I love think... when she freaks oh, in that movie. I that scared the shit out of me. Yeah, I don't. I think she's an amazing actress, but I don't. There's not really a, a humpable quality, personally, for me. <laughs> Maybe for me it was when she played Catherine Hepburn. I like. I can't even. I loved her in The Aviator. Oh, uh, I. She she's great. No, 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 she's 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 an amazing actress. Like I, I won't even like I'm not even debating that. I just don't think she's like basement. Most of the girls in my basement are sexy as fuck. No, she just is sexy to me. Ah, uh, I get okay. Yeah, I understand. Yeah, yeah. Her her talent and and her poise is just amazing. I love I love it love it. She's a swan. 
She was amazing in this. Yeah, she was she was amazing. I, no one else could have done it, honestly. Not like how she did. No, no, not like how she did. Um, but it's a pretty juicy role to get into. I mean, if you like playing like powerful female supervillain, May- maybe Charlize Theron. Yeah, but she would have brought a, a uh, super sexy element to it. Though. Yes, but but I think she could have gotten that same kind of intensity. But oh, I, yeah. I don't think anyone else could really do that that kind of layered villain. Meryl Streep could. Yeah, but she's Meryl Streep, and and it would be a, a different aspect too. That'd be like a really older sister. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. That'd be like ex-wife. Yeah, <laughs> for Odin <laughs> instead of older sister. Yeah, that'd be funny. I really liked seeing uh, older um, Anthony Hopkins in this. He seems so grandpa. <laughs> you mean because Loki dropped him off at <laughs> the a retirement old- center? <laughs> shady. Yeah, Shady Oaks or something like God, that. God, so funny. Uh. Everything in this movie is just funny. I mean, it's and it all drives the plot. It's it's mm-hmm. it's it's stuff that it's situational comedy as well. It's not just yeah. It's physical comedy, situational comedy. There's yeah. like some witty writing in there. Yeah, it's it's just good. It, and then the music's amazing. Mm-hmm. I love that that electric piano or whatever the heck's going on. Like yeah. <laughs> so good. Just that in general, they took. She, the goddess of death, Kate Blanchett, the goddess of death, goddess. She is so powerful that she destroyed Mjolnir. Mjolnir, yeah, yeah, and the hammer, like it was like how Loki said, like like it it was glass, you baby. Uh, And so she's powerful. Yeah, and she only gets stronger being on Asgard because that's where she draws her power from. Yeah, and so as soon as Odin dies. Yeah, she, she immediately she's comes released, out. and that's like the last words that Odin said to um, Thor and Loki after Doctor Strange helped them find him. Yeah, and then that's the end coming. of Doctor Strange. He's not in the movie anymore. No, it's sadly. Just, yeah, he's got a little bit part, and his his whole interaction with Thor is just fun. Yeah, it's just fun. Um, that's what I liked about the Thor movies is that they kind of just feel. I mean, Dark World didn't feel like it took it took it, it took itself way too seriously. Do you remember Thor Dark World? Yeah, I do. I'm just trying to think, did I like it? I liked it, but I didn't like it. Like, but I liked it. I didn't like how much Natalie Portman was in it. Right. It's hard for me to like the previous Thor movies because Natalie Portman's in it. Yeah. And she just kills any movie she's in. She's like Julianne Moore. I can't. Oh, God. I can't. Although, she didn't kill Hunger Games. Though she didn't, she didn't kill Well, it's because she was Jay. playing a bitch in it, you know? So, it kind of... Yeah, she was mean. playing an asshat. The villain, and it's easy to hate him. Yeah. So I already felt all that animosity anyway. I uh, yeah, I can't stand Julianne more. Ever since The Forgotten, and I think that was the one movie she was in before <laughs> she was in movies. I don't know. I don't and know. then uh, what the chick that plays Skylar? I can't stand her. That the chick from been, Walking that Dead. That might have been Skylar though. I think Skylar polluted that lady. <laughs> <laughs> that poor actress. No, because she was in uh, the American version of Broadchurch. And yeah, you, but you said that you still couldn't, you couldn't, you only could see Skylar. So yeah, I could not see that. Uh, I couldn't. Anyway, we're getting off topic. But yeah, I just couldn't watch the like the other Thor movies are just tainted by Natalie Portman, so I can't. So this one was just nice and Natalie light. Portman free. Yeah. 
yeah i was able to enjoy it like how i'm able to enjoy the avengers movies when they're all together yeah although i was i found that i'm very annoyed with tony like i oh, don't yeah. like tony i don't either uh, i used to love tony i was a huge fan of iron man when it came out Right, but now he's just kind of a dick. He is a dick. I don't like it. I didn't like him in in the Amazing Spider-Man or no. Like it was Spider-Man Homecoming. Spider-Man Homecoming, yeah. yeah. I was like, the Amazing one was those with yeah, other British. The kid. other actor, yeah. Um, the new guy is Spider-Man Homecoming. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I didn't like him in that. I didn't like him in Civil War. I didn't right? like I him th- in Age of Ultron. Like, I'm I'm completely Captain America. Yeah. Like completely Team Captain America in Civil War. I don't even know how Iron Man has a leg to stand on. And I think the only reason why people even like Iron Man is because they like, they like, you know, Robert Downey Jr. But that's the thing is that I don't like Robert Downey Jr. Not anymore because I mean I th- I think he used he, to he be went funny. Weird Johnny Depp, like I don't like. <laughs> yeah, he, they he, both have that weird quality that like we're wearing all the rings and their hair's extra greasy and long and a lot of I feel like they're all wearing a lot of eye makeup. And it's just mm, you look like you smell like cologne. <laughs> You look like you smell like cologne. Well, it's and it's just like you're too into who you are. I know, like you know too much how who you are, and I'm, and I don't know if it's, it's an air that they give off. You know, yeah, it's an attitude. Yeah, I don't, and I don't like it. I've never met them. I don't know if that's something I'm putting on them, but it's it's what I I get from what I've seen. Well, I just... When they're themselves. <laughs> I just don't like Iron Man because I think I'm just tired of that whole overconfident, over-educated, like, Boysen. white male, yeah, like, position in power abusing it. Like, it's not... <clears throat> it's Tired it, of it. Yeah, I'm, I'm over it. Mm-hmm. Like, it, I think it was okay at one point, but it's just... I'm tired of seeing that. I want something different. Yeah. I think that's why we like Thor so much, though. Because he's constantly reinventing himself? Well, yeah, for one, yes, because mm-hmm. of Chris Hemsworth and Kevin Smith. Yeah. But I like that Thor does not take himself seriously because he's so out of his element all the time. He's never, I mean, he's always confident, but he's confident while it's, he's fucking up. Yeah. While I mean, and and then just takes it in stride and keeps keeps going, but he's never arrogant about it. Like it's not a it's not a malicious arrogance that's there. It's just overconfidence all the time. But he's always humbled every movie. He's always trying to be something greater than than what, what he is. He, yeah, what he is. he's always looking to improve himself yeah. in some way or another. Yes. Well, let's be, well, that's kind of what they set Thor up to be in his first movie. I love that, though. I love that about Thor. That he's constantly trying to better himself. Yeah, and that he's never he's never stagnant. I feel like Tony's very stagnant. Yeah, he hasn't grown since the first Iron no. Man when and, he and got which, kidnapped. Yeah, and that was his main growth. I mean, yeah. but it was a good growth there. Well, I think it's also because they're scared to touch the Iron Man character because that's the backbone that, of yeah, which the Marvel Universe the, is built the bread on. That and butter right yeah. there. Well, he was the first movie, yeah, the first couple movies. Like, yeah. they don't want to ruin that character because I mean, because they're afraid the Jenga tower will all fall. Yeah, I think it's something like that. They, they they don't feel like they have another leg to stand on if Tony tanks. True. 
which is why they don't want to do it anymore for him. They'd rather him be part of a larger scope, which means that his storyline doesn't have to get too deep, mm-hmm. which means that you just get the brazen without any heart. Oh, uh, yeah. But Thor was all heart, and Hulk was all heart. I love Thor and Hulk together. I really they're, enjoy they're that. They're so cute. Such a good rapport, because they're both so powerful. Hey, Squid, what was your favorite part of the movie? What was your favorite part of the movie? <laughs> oh, well, Jackson, thanks for asking. Uh, <sighs> favorite, favorite, favorite moment? You know, they, they, there's, there's a couple that's mulling around in my mind, but the one that's at the forefront right now is um, that moment when Loki and the Valkyrie... I knew you were going to say that, too. Meet, I can see it in my head right now. Yeah, and, like, meet together. Because he does this, like... Because he finds out that she helped um, Thor and uh, the Incredible Hulk kind well, of escape-ish. But it's more like they both got they both got summoned to the main... I can't remember. Grandmaster? Name, to the Grandmaster's, like, head chamber so that he could talk to them about what's, what the fuck's happening and have them fix it. And uh, they kind of have their own moment where Loki's like, why the fuck are you helping out my brother? And he, like, mind rapes her for a second to try and figure out where she comes from. And the way that the scene is edited is so goddamn gorgeous. Because the second he touches her head, it's like, whoa. And you're inside her memory, and it's like a moving painting. Yes, Being inside it. Which makes complete sense because it's something that you would see in an old painting, especially in an old Norse painting. Well, yeah, but it's also kind of how you see your past memories, you know? I mean, True. you understand, you see the, the little bits of it. The idea, you, the still idea, and then stuff's moving in the idea. Yeah, and there's no dialogue, and I can't really remember if there was music or if it was just like ethereal or what, what there was. I think I think it was an ethereal music. Yeah, <laughs> well, that's what I said, but whatever. Um, but, and then when she snaps out of it, she just starts wailing on Loki because it felt like that was a very private, personal memory. Yeah. And I even told you it felt like it felt, it felt very similar to what Kilgrave does on Jessica Jones. Yeah. Yeah. Because his is a, is a type of moral rape that he does to her because he's able to force her to do what she, what he wants her to do Mm -hmm. besides rape, actual rape. Yeah. But, which, oh God, I haven't thought about Jessica Jones in a while. I love that, that show so much. (laughs) But is it coming back? I, it, it's coming back. Don't worry. Um, but this, this is a mental rape. Yeah, he goes inside her memories, her private memories, and he just gives himself 100% access, which is just, it's such a violation. It really is. But it served the story. Yeah. And he kind of had to. He kind of had to figure out, and she wasn't going to tell him. Yeah, and not only that, it kind of got her out. She's We meet her when she first captures Thor. Mm, super she's drunk. Super drunk. We, we know I she's super Valkyrie. powerful. She's beautiful uh-huh. she's she's so tough it's it's awesome uh, and we don't find out she's a valkyrie until thor is pretty much getting ready to to escape and he sees her tattoo yeah that signifies her as a valkyrie yeah so she's pretty much working for jeff goldblum to dr- and drowning her sorrows she drinks crazy like, she drinks more than Thor. Yeah, she drinks a shit ton, and she brings in fresh fighters for Jeff Goldblum's gladiator. gladiator arena. Um, and that's how she pays for her liquor, I'm guessing, is just by bringing in more yeah, and more Yeah, and warriors. how she distracts herself just mentally. Yeah, after what had happened to her with Helena, yeah. the goddess of death. Which, it turns out, Odin used the Valkyries to banish her. Yeah. 
And she was like the only one that survived. And only survived because someone else sacrificed himself for her. Yeah. But the fact that Loki did it kind of sobered her mm-hmm. for a second. Brought the memory brought, to the forefront. Brought, brought Put that her back memory in the moment. In, yeah, in the moment. And with that, she kind of regained her duty, mm-hmm. her sense of duty and purpose. So Yeah, but it was just so beautiful. Like, it was beautifully it was beautiful shot. shot. It was beautifully done. Like, the Pegasuses, they were the right. Pegasi. <laughs> Pegasi? <laughs> the Pegasi. Pegasuses? The Pegasi. The Pegasi. The Pegasus? The Pegasus? Pegasus with that weird well, the, the they were beautiful. Yeah, that they rode it on. Yeah, oh, so it was gorgeous. gorgeous. Like that. Honestly, that that one section can just be like a screensaver and just have it run on. Yes, yeah, that could be also. Um, so beautiful. Hel- Helena's wolf. Oh my gorgeous. god, that wolf! Oh, I knew it. The second I saw that wolf on screen, I was, I was like, like, I love it. I was looking right at I you. Want, I want it. <laughs> Mine. <laughs> Let's play. I want a tattoo. Of she you. has a wolf. You know, she's so badass. I can can I have a tattoo of you? I'll have another one. Have another one. The zombie a, wolf tattoo. Yeah, the green zombie eyes. wolf to yeah. go with my normal wolf. Sonia needs company. Oh. Yeah, that was my favorite scene. Good favorite scene. Uh, that was one well, of the ones I was tossing around in my head, I, too, because no, it's a moment that I really loved. Well, yeah, because it's, it's a moment, but I'd say it, it's a directorial choice to, of storytelling, like visual storytelling, that could have so easily been um, campy or Well, typical. I'm glad that she didn't have to explain it, either, because yeah. we got the whole thing. It's like how you were saying after the, the we got out of the theater, where you're just like, we, we got everything from that. Like, yeah. We didn't need... We didn't need voiceover. No. We didn't need anything. We like, just, just we saw that. it. We understood. We knew where she where she's at with that. Mm-hmm. It's like that Good. whole pa- a painting says a thousand words. Mm-hmm. So, so nice. Yeah, it was. It was. It was uh, that's why I, that one's kind of the one in my in the forefront of my mind right now. But when I'm talking about like storytelling or actual moments of Thor, like if I was going to rewatch it again, I think that the part that I would would enjoy the most is the actual battle between Hulk and Thor. Yeah. In the arena. That was hilarious. It was hilarious because Thor is just telling him like, that, like, I lost my hammer. Sounds getting so, real low, bud. Like, Sounds getting real low. It's <laughs> 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 like, still, so still pretty fresh. Yeah. <laughs> I just lost my hammer. Am I lost my dad? Yeah. Oh. My dad died. That's so, so pretty fresh. <laughs> Yeah, so just talking to him. Yeah, because he's his friend. Yeah, and the Hulk's like not having any of it. No, your Banner's friend. You're not my friend. Friend of <laughs> Banner. Yeah, he's so cute, coaxing both Banner and Hulk. It's just yeah. And then when he gets so close to him in the arena, and he almost get does the Natalie to him mm-hmm. and and calms him down. Yeah. And then you you know you're like he's gonna he just grab his him hand and, just and then just ragdoll him and Loki's so happy. Yeah, watching. Like, That's what it feels like. God, he's so such funny. a dick. Loki is a dick. But the thing is, I'm kind of happy that the, the movie didn't focus on Loki. Because it feels like Loki tries to steal the show so fucking often when he's in the, like, when he's in the Marvel universe. It's like he's there. He'll take advantage of any situation to come out, like, the supreme bad guy. And it's yeah. like, th- this moment, Thor really handled his brother. He kept him in check. Yeah. Like, I was, I was, I was kind of grateful for it, because Loki can... It feels like that they like Tom Hiddleston so much that they make Loki's part bigger than it's supposed to be. That's I think that's true. Even if there's no service to the Even though plot. I really wish 
he wasn't tainted for me now. Oh, from dating Taylor Swift? He, but he is. I can't yeah, take him seriously. He's, he's kind of tainted because I used to adore Loki. You did. You he did. He was my everything. And then I even have a Loki doll. Yeah, and then he dated, like, like Tom Hiddleston dates Taylor Swift. And, and it's that's just... just even though it was for like a week or two, but it was, it was everywhere. It was everywhere. No, it was long enough to where she took that couple's picture with Ryan Reynolds and uh, Blake Lively. Blake Lively, yeah. and I forget who else. There, there are like four couples in it. Four major couples. I don't know. I just yeah, he's tainted, and it it pisses me off because I love Loki, but but nah. Yeah, not anymore. Yeah, I I more tolerate you because. Thor's there. Yeah, I understand. That. I, but I do like, I still like Loki. Yeah, I do too. I just don't love him like I did. Yeah, I don't adore every step he takes. Nah. <laughs> Why do you dress like a witch? <laughs> so cute. Them in real clothes. Weird. Yeah. Um, was... I've been falling for 30 minutes. That was so funny. <laughs> that was the best. <laughs> Oh, another scene, though, that I would say was my favorite was that scene when they're in the Quinjet and that and Natalie's video comes on and, oh, Hulk, and Hulk just starts freaking out. out. Yeah. And you and then you even grab my arm and you just said, oh, my God, he's heartbroken. And I was I started crying right then. <laughs> like that was so sad just to see him slowly start to shrink and how mad he was trying to stay like instead just of sad. To, yeah. Because he was getting overwhelmingly sad and heartbroken. And he's just like banging and Thor's like, no, you're breaking the quintet. And he right. starts to freak because this is the only way off this planet. Yeah. And it's just, and then, and then, it, oh God, it was just, it was so moving the it was, and intense. And like, that's honestly why I don't really like change where I feel Marvel movies are with other movies. Cause I, I you think, feel like that they, I feel like they stand up with other movies. Like this one, honestly, one of my favorite movies. No, it's one of mine too. Like in general. Yeah. I, I totally agree with that. It's just, I think that. I don't. I compare other Marvel movies to other Marvel movies. I do that too, but I mean, you can say that about other genres. Like what? Like I would compare uh, *Bridesmaids* to *Rough Night* to uh, *Ghostbusters* to like female-driven comedies. A I female would, group like *Pitch Perfect*. Yeah, yeah. No. I would. I would compare all those together, but I also compare them against everybody else. No, like, yeah, I just, uh, I don't know. The Marvel scale's kind of inflated a bit. That's true, especially since it's literally only, it's all one storyline that's interconnected together with everybody else. I think that's why I feel like I have to rate them up against each other, because it's like you're getting, it'd be like if we were getting, like, a comic book. You get weekly comics coming to your door, and you have to kind of read them and catch up. I'm like, oh, I didn't really like this issue too much, but I like this one. And of my favorites, this is this, 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 and that, and it's like... I don't know. I just I I have a different scale for Marvel. This is what's gonna be, and I think I don't know because DC still gets compared to normal movies. I don't compare them to Marvels at all. Well, they can't. <laughs> they can't compare. No. <laughs> yeah. I just don't. Um. What would you say your biggest criticism of the movie is? Like, if you had to pick something, other than the fact that you know, Tom Hiddleston. 
maybe I actually I think I might have two I got a little annoyed with the headdress for Kate Blanchett Oh, because she kept... She kept switching. Yeah, she kept switching from normal I didn't, hair I, to headdress. I, I didn't like how every time she went from hair to headdress, it was a whole thing. Yeah. And it just kind of drew attention to it, and then I'm wondering, what's the attention here? She's always in battle mode. Why not just stay in battle mode with your helmet or whatever? Or what's the point of you... I guess you're dramatic, but... I mean, that could just feed into her character again, that she just loves the dramatics and shit, which is why she wanted to coerce the one guy... And turn him into her executioner. I don't know to prove a point. I'm not quite sure why she picked just him. I think she was just lonely. Yeah. He was the first person that's like, I'm just a janitor. Yeah. Maybe his whole storyline didn't need to be there. I liked him. I, oh, uh, Carl I Urban. love Carl Urban. Yeah. But. You mean considering that he just dies in the end? Well, not just... I mean, I, I'm all for when someone's got a good death and had a good... I, I don't kind mind getting someone... I don't mind getting a, introduced to a character and then the character dying. I, I, as long as I learned something in there. You know? As long as there was a type of growth, a journey, uh, something I felt was worth it. But you don't think his was worth it? Mm, not really, I guess. I like Carl Urban, but I don't know. I would have preferred more Idris Elba. Mm, Idris cause, Elba. Because I love that he was mm. in it, and I felt like we got to see some... Oh, I know what really annoyed me. Ha. The Asgardian wardrobe. <laughs> of all the what? peasants. Oh. It just made me mad. Why is everybody fucking wearing a potato sack? It's they're making... Wearing, it's, it's like togas. It's because... Um, yeah, the togas what? that look like they were made of the scratchiest wool. <laughs> and it just was like, okay, well, I guess everybody likes beige. Nice. I, it was annoying. I just thought Asgard is so beautiful. Make me like these people. I, why, are, why do you all look... I guess I understand why they did it because they want to make them look like old-fashioned Viking Norse culture uh-huh. to look like the people of the time who really actually worshipped Odin and Thor. And I get that because I like Vikings. Yeah. Like, but I didn't like the wardrobe. I thought the wardrobe was way too simplistic and it just... I would have rather have seen a mixture of, of that and armor because honestly... Vikings were Vikings. Women, like women, fought as well. Like it was, you kind of were warriors. It didn't. Why did it really look like a fucking farmer? Yeah. It was just, it was really annoying. And and Maury Gisela. Yeah, Maury Gisela. I I'll, I'll agree to that. The the wardrobe was uh, not the best aspect of the movie. And I do feel like the whole, even though I love Helena, I do feel like her like storyline could have had something else in it other than introducing her just to get rid of her because she was amazing and maybe if we could see some type of struggle or maybe even a Odin wasn't the man you thought he was because it felt like that's where they were going for is that Odin built his whole empire on a lie that he used her to take over um I but think true, I didn't though. feel bad for her because she's just the worst. That's what, that's what <laughs> Thor said. Because you're the worst. Yeah, it's like I want to feel bad for you, but you were honestly the worst. So I I can't. Like I mean, maybe if there was something like if she was a bit more manipulative, like if there's a bit more trickster to her, a bit more Loki. Like maybe if that's that yeah, that's how they use Carl Urban. If she, we watched her use her mind shit on him, that might have been a bit better to make her more serpent like or something. 
I don't know. I just I feel like her whole story like I mean, it had great actors. Carl Urban can't. Kate Blanchett acted the shit out of what minimal of a role was written for them. True. But there could have been something juicier there considering how much it comprised of the movie and that she was the big bad in the end. Like, she should have had some type of secondary arc to her. I completely agree with that and I, and I know exactly what it would have been. Huh. You know how she's saying she's the goddess of death? Mm-hmm. Well, death isn't always bad. Yeah, that's true. I mean, that's the thing is that death not, is and not only that, sometimes. death is necessary, and not just that, but sometimes death is a kindness, and and also it is um, masked as a kindness as well. Like it's it's not it's not it can be both either or flipped on yeah, its head. Death is just kind of a neutral. Yeah, it's force. a yeah, not it's a neutral good or bad, force. not necessarily evil. And they could have played with that. That could have been something that to help make her more manipulative because death is so ambiguous you don't really know i mean it's whatever whoever is is losing in that situation you know yeah so they could that that immediately when you're talking about her having a second layer it's like death has so many layers and yet they went very one yeah very one dimensional death bad Especially for somebody who had been ostracized for as long as she had been. Yeah, and where was she? Inside no o- idea. Odin's butt? Like, like as right? soon as he was just into came out of dust. the void. We have no idea where she was, how long she had been there. I mean, she could have gone insane multiple times over. Yeah, was she aware of time? Like, was, uh, or was she, like, whispering at the back of Odin's... Uh, at the far reaches of of where he could hear or where his existence is, I mean, they're all gods that we're playing with here. So yeah, you can do like there's so much there's so much juicy material to fuck with if you're gonna create another god. Like, but I mean, I, I that was my main complaint was that that side felt a little that side of the story felt a bit wooden or it felt like that the director was more interested in the whole in the Thor funny. diamond yeah in the funny than he was in the actual progressing of the plot forward. Yeah. Or of giving them, they're like, ah, we already got our complicated Loki. Yeah, we already have a, a complicated Loki who we're taming down ridiculously for this movie. Yeah, yeah, he was like, his he was the demon baby of himself. Maybe they should have like, I don't know. Maybe Carl Urban's character was necessary. Maybe instead of Carl Urban, maybe Kate Blanchett could have done that to Loki. Maybe that would have been more interesting. Having him be like, "Come on, you're my brother." Like, there's a lot more. True, and they're both the there. same color scheme. Right, they right they have the same color palette for their makeup yeah. and their hair. They're, they're both, both winters. Yes. <laughs> both got cheekbones for days. Right, and they both wanted to take over Asgard. I mean, it seems kind of like a natural pairing that they just kind of decided not to go for. Hmm. And Loki gave up very quickly in the beginning. Oh yeah. When he was playing Odin. I mean, I know that Thor's been gone for a while and Loki's been complacent, but... And also, I think that's because Thor was supposed to be announced when, when he came back. Yeah. He was supposed to announce that Thor was back so he could have Could have prepared. For, instead of being fed grapes while watching that ridiculous play. That was amazing. It was hilarious. Amazing. I loved the cam- I loved the Matt Damon cameo. <laughs> yes, it was great. It was hilarious. Not just Matt Damon, but what's his face from Jurassic Park? He played Odin. Forget his name though. Who's his face? What's his face? Who's his mom? Who's his mom? You're a mom. You're a mom. I'm not a mom. Sam Neil. Sam Neil. Sam Neil. 
He played the main guy in Jurassic Park. Yep. He played Odin. Well, he was yeah. playing. Who was playing Thor? Oh, I don't know. Because he looked really familiar. Yeah. And also Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> right, Jeff Goldblum. They just totally recycled. Jurassic Everything's Park. Thor Ragnarok right now. Right. Uh, on the internet. That's so funny. Oh, do you want me to look up who was um who was playing Thor in the uh in the uh, play? <laughs> kind of. Well, it's because like the eyes looked so familiar, and I couldn't place him because he's in full Thor makeup. Whereas Matt Damon was just you know in Loki makeup, so we got to see his full face, and it was obviously Matt Damon. But I mean, if you were Matt Damon, would you do that just to be in a Marvel movie? Yeah. Who is he? Let me see the picture. No, I don't know. I haven't found him yet. Oh, um, Korg was actually this guy from from um, the vampire movie. He what? It wasn't. It wasn't who he thought it was. Oh, it was. It was Mary from Flight of the Conchords. No, it was the other vampire, um, the one who marries the old lady at the end, or he gets back together with her, the old lady. Oh, because, yeah, yeah. Uh, what we do in the shadows. Yeah, um, Viago, <laughs> that's who he plays. Yeah, I remember. He, yeah. He's Korg. Um, let me see. <laughs> we knew it was New Zealand, though. Oh, ah, uh, God! What? Of course, it's another Hemsworth brother. Who? Luke Hemsworth plays Chris Hemsworth. Uh huh. No. Oh my god. Yeah, there's another Hemsworth. Well, yeah, there's three Hemsworths. I didn't even know. He's in other things. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah, they got his brother to play Thor him. Ragnarok as actor Thor. That's <laughs> 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 like the eyes seem really familiar. It's because they're Hemsworth eyes. Damn, he has had four children. <laughs> Jesus. Right. Fine. Whatever. Have all your children. Have all your children. Okay, Jackson, final thoughts on the movie? I loved the shit out of this movie. It was it was amazing. I thought it was super fun. It was visual. I loved the Valkyrie. She was amazing. Yeah, she, she was. She was just. I wouldn't mind her and Thor getting together and having the most beautiful babies. Right. I would. I would mind seeing more of her. She's awesome. Yeah, she was a great, and she was complicated, and they were able to make her very, uh, with with what she had. Like we got a lot of good juice from her character. It was. It was all she could be set up in the next movies. Yeah, she could have her own movie. I'd watch her. I'd watch her uh, be drunk and scrap people. <laughs> the tale of the Valkyrie. Shoot, that'd be cool. <laughs> Thor's like, I wanted to be Valkyrie when yeah, I was. Yeah, and then I realized they were all oh, they're women. All women. <laughs> I couldn't. I couldn't be a Whatever. He's like, yeah, about time now. Woo, woo. Oof, Which, again, he I was telling know, Squid, yeah. he wouldn't know. He wouldn't know about. Because in his reality, women, women are, are equals. Equal. Yeah. <laughs> like, where he comes from, women are equal, so he wouldn't know that. Yeah, so it wouldn't be uh, about time. It's, uh, no, it, that's a nod to us. About time. Yeah. And Valkyrie, Wonder Woman, you know. Kind yeah. of a nod. Uh, would you recommend it? Hell, yeah. If Jeez. you love, if you love. God, if you love Hemsworth, just go see it. <laughs> Hemsworth. Like, this is all... It, like, Remember the shirtless scene? Yeah, God, we were humming in the theater. It was funny. Funny, funny. In, a, in a weird way. <laughs> we were just like... Mm. 
<laughs> all of our yeah, all he was of shirtless our for like a good on. like 60 seconds it was mm. nice yeah i felt like that little hum mm. and his hair stanley it's, like it's terrifying i please don't cut my hair old man all right don't you cut one hair on my head no i haven't done it in a while but please, please, please sir please don't cut my hair you look good yeah no, i know i i love him with the shorter hair i hate long hair on dudes i hate it i oh god i did too i hate and I even hated it because I could see it was a wig. Yeah, for all you, they it, have it in like it. a man bun. I yeah. can still see and the wig. Yeah, it, uh, I, I don't know why we can spot fake hair so easy, but we just I think can. We spend so much time on our own hair. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, we know what hair meeting a scalp looks like, I guess, unless <laughs> you do a bangs to hide it. Yeah, I don't think I've ever been tricked by a wig. Maybe a really good one with bangs. It would have to have bangs. Yeah, because bangs hides the hairline. Yeah, and and then you just need to make sure that it looks like a part in mm-hmm. the back, and that and then that's your, because that's what I look for. If I'm trying to scope out your hair real, <laughs> yo, dad a wig. But yeah, this movie was just amazing. It was so much fun, and uh, shoot. Go see it j- just just for just for the man candy. Shoot, you'll go Hi, go candy. in for for candy. Come out fully full because you had candy and the whole meal. Mm. So good. What about you? Mm, my final thoughts. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought that it's hilarious. It's very lighthearted, still um, wholesome and emotional. And um, I'd say if you're more into character-driven plot than, like, action movie plot. Because, I mean, there's definitely an action movie about it, but it wasn't, like, like Michael Bay level of craw, craw. Like, it just wasn't, it wasn't necessarily about the action. It was about the characters being placed on the chessboard for Infinity Wars. And if that's your kind of um, story and plot development that you enjoy is character driven, um, then I would say, yeah, this is definitely going to be easily one of one of the better movies that Marvel's ever produced. Nice caveat. (laughs) (laughs) Well, if you like this type of structure for the story. Well, it's just some people when they go to see like a Marvel movie, yeah, they want action and they want like explosions and they want gun in your face. They want... You know, when you go to a Marvel movie, you're kind of expecting something. Like, they're promising you a certain experience. That this is going to be fun, this is going to look beautiful, this is going to be cutting-edge special effects, and these are going to be characters that you've grown to love. Like, they promise you a certain all of that. Thing. Yeah, but that's what they, they promise coming out. And um, I think that this one just leaned more character development than actual. I think that's good, though. Yeah, oh, the, definitely. that's what's lacking in, in action movies. Definitely. So, if you haven't seen it and you listen to this, shame on you. <laughs> You're still going to probably like it, though, because it's really funny. And we couldn't ruin everything, so. No. Yeah, because I'll just be talking forever. Yeah. Of just his abs. <laughs> Noise. 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 But Jeff Go- Goldblum, though. Jeff Goldblum, though. That, so that Jeff Goldblum, though. That Jeff Goldblum, though. All right. Uh, I mean, this whole thing's been a me likey, but uh, Jackson, what do you likey? Well, I'm currently reading 
a book that Squid lent me. Yeah, I wanted to read it so badly. Yeah, I know. I'm reading it first. Don't worry. I'll go through it fast. I'm yeah, already I'm, I'm already 100 pages in. Okay, but you better hurry up because you know but I'm going to finish that in like a day. I am loving it. Loving it. It's Say called... The, the title. It now. is called The Power. Called uh, Naomi Alderman. Okay, what's it about? It is about... Um, it's kind of a... As though the book was a, a found compilation of a history mm-hmm. of what happened in the past when society flipped on its head and young girls around the age of 15 or 16 started developing the ability to um, produce electricity um, with their bodies and shoot them through their hands and how that would affect society uh, with gender roles mainly and how it would feel for women to be able to have power. Yeah. Um, I would say that it because I got it as part of my book of the month club and the synopsis that I had read was yeah, essentially that women have found a, an ability in their hands where they could basically taste somebody by touching them. Yes. And they gained this power um, and it's just women. And then you watch a society kind of gets turned from a patriarchy into a matriarchy as these women like rise up. And, and, and it's not and it's not just tasing. There's other stuff they can do. Well, no, it's it's this, but it's it's you. It can they can kill you. Wow, but you can die from like this. No, but I mean, shock. like it doesn't take a lot of effort. Oh wow. Yeah, depending on the girl. And uh, and the thing is, is that it's so emotionally exhausting. I mean, I'm only a hundred pages in, and I think I've read about ten different cases of abuse already. But that's how the framing is set up where I'm trying to where they're showing the evidence of how these women went from having no power to developing uh, an ability to protect themselves. And then what happened? I mean, there there was even an incident in, in the book where there was just just casually the a, a boy saw a girl light her cigarette with with a spark and they're like, you know that they they uh, they stoned a girl for doing that, like another in another town, like or in another state. Like they just casually offhand said that, and it's just like it's it's just so interesting to see how focused the gender roles are and how mass hysteria is just it, it's. But the way that it's described in the book, the way that when when one of the girls is using the power, it's so feminine and empowering that I got excited reading it. Like I, I felt like I was feeling it within my own body, and then I wanted to go touch things. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's just it's so interesting, and the premise is so good that I, I that I'm really I'm just really excited to continue. Yeah, I, I really wanted to read the book, like, so badly, but you needed a new book after. Um, this is how you lose her. Yeah, and Youth and Revolt. So I was like, you know what, go ahead, take this book. And then, because I, I got tired of, like, reading something and then waiting for you to read it. So, so I'd rather have you read something, and then I'll speed read it. And then <laughs> we can the one day. It. Yeah. Well, I've been speeding up, like. Oh, yeah, I... no, you've got, you've uh, definitely been reading more books in the last month than you have in the past couple but that's what I did too. Like I ended up reading tw- twenty four books in a month. Yeah, it's cool though that 
Yeah, I want to keep reading more. Oh yeah, reading's fun. The mental. The more, cause the more you know, cause knowledge is power. Knowledge is power. Reading rainbow. <laughs> uh, and that's what I like. Yeah. You know what? I, <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna say my me likey is Will and Grace. Because uh, the the they recently rebooted the show and it's like it's like there was no time like no time between not only that but it's gotten better so much better so much more layered and it's so relevant like I can't believe how well this show is doing in today's society like, it's, it's crazy it's so funny so funny like and laughing so hard today I can't breathe. was so I mean we saw the the Rosario's quinceanera today oh my god such a sad episode. that episode so depressing did the actress actually die is that why they were I having actually, the because I know that when Grace was mentioning her mom dying it's because Debbie Reynolds yeah Debbie Reynolds she actually died like shortly after her real daughter Carrie Fisher so yeah which was heartbreaking enough like she was a doll they were both dolls yeah and it kind of makes and the thing is is that Will and Grace got its reboot because during the election, um, or okay, so I saw this um, documentary on Hulu about how the new Will and Grace got made, and what had happened is that the one of the writers, or maybe it was the director, or somebody on the show had donated the entire set of Will's living room to their college. So at this college, you could walk by and see the set from Will and Grace because that's where they had graduated from, and then the college was doing some renovations and they're like hey we can't really keep this anymore do you want it back and right at that time was the elections between trump and hillary and uh, he he thought wouldn't it be great if we could get the main cast together and just do like this short so they did like a 12 minute video where karen had been voting for trump and um will and grace had both been voting for hillary and jack was undecided and they were trying to get him to pick a side and I know Rosario, uh, the actress that had played Rosario, showed up in that scene in a wheelchair um, to, like, take Karen home or something. That was, like, I knew she was alive then, but then after that got so many hits on YouTube, they did another one, I think, and then they got picked up. Or, no, they did the, the first episode, the pilot. Um, they filmed it the, for the, the new Will and Grace. They, they filmed it in front of a studio audience that didn't know what they were watching. They thought they were just going to watch a test show. And all of a sudden, Will, Grace, Karen, and Jack come out, and they do the first episode in front of the studio audience. And they showed it to the network, and the network ordered however many episodes they ordered. So it's actually a really cool story, thinking about um, how it came back and everything. It's really cool. Yeah, so I know she was alive at some point. She's still alive. So why did they kill her off on the show? Well, she's 81. And she's also had recent battles with cancer, oh. and it's in remission now, but um, I have a feeling that it's leaving her not really up for doing much. Oh, so they just wrote her out of the I show. think they just wrote her out just to give her a good send-off, or not even a good send-off, but maybe just uh, to address Rosario, maybe because they knew she's she's too old, so and she's probably exhausted from, from all the treatments that she's been going through so they're just like well we want to move forward with a storyline for karen so why not just kill her off especially since that's what they're doing in the show they're they're not keeping it where it was everyone's evolving yeah like oh like the, the, the these characters will, are so multi-dimensional yeah i mean like will has always been a lawyer for forever yeah now he quits his job, job and now he's gonna be designing with grace and and grace actually has a high-paying client she's expanding her business and and then this is just something with Karen is that she's gonna have to go through having 
not having Rosario around. Yeah. And I feel it's it, it, they've been doing so great with the development and just even he- um J- Jackson this is my me like sorry uh, it's okay I totally understand where you're going going for it. but I I, I want to gush over Will and Grace because uh, so pinnacle in my upbringing like I love Will and Grace so much I mean we own all of them on DVD like that's how much we love it it's, yep. I mean, except for the later season, but <laughs> everybody has at least one season of their favorite show that they refuse to watch. Um, but still, I mean, like, I'm, I was kind of Angel, skept- Angel season four. <laughs> R.I.P. R.I.P. Uh, <laughs> um, but I was kind of dreading the fact that they were going to fall flat on their face and, like, all the characters being older, Grace's body not being what it used to be, watch, looking at them with their crow's feet, Karen being eerily the exact same. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So like Jack gaining more weight, Will looking amazing and tan. Yeah, and he still like, looks, he's just like, becoming, he's wine, he's aging like he's, wine. Yeah, he's aging beautifully. And it's just that. And Jack's so jealous. Yeah, and they're acknowledging it, too. Yeah. They're not just pretending like it's, it didn't happen. It didn't happen. happen. They're not pretending to be the characters they were. They're being they're, their, yeah. their characters. As they are today yeah, in this world. Yeah, as they would be, yeah. Yeah, it's great. I, I fucking love it. I love every second of it. And I hope that this one goes on for even more seasons than the original. Yeah, had. because it's just it's it's even better. It's I think they've it's got they've gotten funnier. Uh, every, their their problems are real. Yeah, these are real problems yeah. that they're dealing with, and they are not they they aren't children. No, they they are not children. They are not. That I, I mean, they totally weren't originally, but they're acting like they were. Yeah, a little they're bit grown ass adults now. <laughs> grown ass adults. Super grown. They're all salt and pepper. <laughs> so great. You want to say goodbye? Thanks for listening to the You Don't Make Friends with John Squeeds podcast. I'm Jackson. And I'm Squeed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, uh, go to our Patreon place. place please. Our Patreon. Our page. Our Patreon page. Yeah, it's like uh, we, we've said this a couple times now, and I'm starting to think you're not listening. Yeah, I don't think you're listening. I don't think um, you're listening. Go to our page and uh, like stuff. Because and, uh, if you go, if you go to our Patreon and you actually decide to help us out and you like give us money and stuff, we'll give you stuff. Yeah, you get stuff. Like it's not just like nothing. You get stuff. Yeah, you get stuff. Like stuff. Like Real st- stuff. We're gonna have that that gangsta squid level. <laughs> And uh, like you know, you know how how tight my shirt ideas are. <laughs> so you want one of them shirts? I mean, come on now. Of course, you you know that my uh, my t shirt came on fleek. For real, it's on it's on point. So girl, like, that's just fire. <laughs> <laughs> so give us money. Yeah, well, this also also having us be able to be self sustainable. We'll be able to actually like. Free me up. Well, we'd be to able do to do stuff. Yeah, we'll be able to consistently release the podcast every week. Yeah, it's, it's just we're struggling with the schedule right now. It's, it's with the energy. Yeah, it's but we'd be able to research more um, into the topics that we're studying. It wouldn't be so film and movie based. Um, we'd be able to release more articles online. Yeah, I apologize for it not being as frequent as I would have liked. Just. With work and school and gym and podcasts. Yeah, it's just that it feels like we're trying, like, we want to expand into other areas. I want to post an animation of one of Jackson's old stories on YouTube. 
like I want like there's so many things that I want to do for our for the you don't make friends with giant squids brand and by going to our Patreon and selecting a squid level you help us help, yeah you help us so you support um, our vision yeah uh, our creative vision and what we can produce I mean our podcast itself will, will always be free we'll never we'll never charge for that or anything but you get access to earlier shows and some extra stuff that we're doing yeah just some random like if we're doing some random ass shit we'll be there we'll probably have some live chats if anybody wants to talk to us yeah, I guess. We'll have a live chat with with what our dad <laughs> or our mom shout out <laughs> shout out um yeah so just please v- visit our patreon it's www it's www patreon.com forward slash yidam fwigs podcast all in word it's ydm fwgs podcast and honestly it's like we're right there it's our faces yeah and then our squids up oh and we recently got uh yidam fwigs stickers so we'll probably send that out to our patreon subscribers as well they're pretty cool stickers i put it on my wallet <laughs> i put it on my towel dispenser Oh, yeah, you did. Yeah, that's where all my stickers go. Huh. All right, well, thank you guys for listening. Uh, we'll see you guys in the next podcast. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to another You Don't Make Friends with Giant Squids podcast. Make sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Sydney Illustrates or at Yidemfwigs. That's at Y-D-M-F-W-G-S. Check out sydneylangley.com for further podcast entries, art updates, and future events. If you have any suggestions as to what topic we should tackle next week, please leave a comment under the blog post. Talk to you guys next time. Bye.